Beloved, you are about to listen to a message from Reverend Prince Lai. Reverend Prince Lai is the head pastor of Rescue World Chapel International and the lead evangelist of Christ the Healer Gospel Campaign. He has a dynamic teaching and healing ministry with miracles, signs and wonders that has affected and transformed many lives. And now, the voice of Father, we thank you tonight in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Clap your two hands together for the Lord. Come on, do it better, do it better. Take back your seat shortly as we prepare to pray. Take back your seat. So yesterday we were looking at the second reason why you can know God through the Holy Spirit. You said the first reason is because the Holy Spirit is God. And if you want to know God, then you must know Him by knowing the Spirit, because the Spirit is God. He is one of the manifestations of God. And we said, number two, we can know God by through the Holy Spirit because He was given to the believer to help us through this spiritual journey. What we are saying is that we don't know the way to heaven. But the Holy Spirit was given to us to show us the way to heaven. Can I hear an amen? Yeah. To show us the way to heaven. How to get there. What to do and what not to do. Where to go and where not to go. The Holy Spirit was given to us to lead us to heaven. To assist us. According to John 14, verse 16 and 18. He said, I will pray the Father. I will ask the office of the Father. That he will give you another helper. A paracletos. That he may abide with you forever. 18. He says, I will not leave you as orphans. But I will come back to you. So we were, we were discussing... How the Holy Spirit helps us to know the Lord. How the Holy Spirit helps the believer. We said one, by being our paracletos, like John 16, verse 7 said, He said, nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the comforter will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. Then verse 16, he said, And I will pray the Father, and he will give you another comforter. And that is what we call the Allos Paracletos. Another comforter. The Allos Paracletos. Comforter is the Paracletos that he may abide with you forever. Then we try to explain that when we talk about Paracletos, 
It has several meanings, about seven different meanings. And we said, number one, it means a comforter, as in someone who comforts you. And we explained that the Holy Spirit is the one who comforts us as children of God. That is why things that happen to unbelievers, and they hang themselves, and they give up in life, and they commit suicide, when they happen to us, somehow somehow we survive them. The reason is because we have the Spirit of God that nurses us. The Spirit of God that comforts us. The Spirit of God that seems to give us hope. Even when we are hopeless. Can I hear an amen? Oh, can I hear an amen? Oh, are you here? Can I hear an amen? Good. And so, his first assignment is to comfort us. And that is why we are able to go through this Christian life to the end. Then we said number two is the meaning of counselor. Paracletos means counselor. Another comforter which was translated paracletos, it means counselor. And what does it mean when we say counselor? It means that one who gives advice and recommendations or instructions. One who gives advice for that is how come we can live and we can walk with God that is how come we can know God that is how come we are sure that we will arrive in heaven because when we get to a junction we don't know what to do he will show us he will tell us to turn to the left the scripture says that for you shall hear a voice behind you telling you that turn to the left or right so the Holy Spirit is that voice that speaks to us and tells us, do this. Don't do that. Go here. Don't go there. And he is very interested in everything about our lives. The most trivial things, the Holy Spirit is still interested. If you can get him involved, he can even show you what dress to wear per day. It's just that you, don't, you, don't, you, you are not conscious about him. So you don't ask him what to do. But if you even ask him concerning food, he can guide you in what to eat and what not to eat. He can guide you in who to choose and who not to choose. He can guide you in where to go and where not to go. The Holy Spirit is our counselor. And I pray for everyone here that may God counsel you. And may the Holy Spirit direct you. Can I hear your amen like a believer? Your amen like a believer. The third one is that he's our helper. Paracletos means that the Holy Spirit helps us. So one of the ways the Holy Spirit helps the believer, one of the ways the Holy Spirit relates with the believer or helps us to know the Lord is to work as our personal helper, our assistant, our personal helper. And in Romans 8 26, he said, likewise, the Spirit helps your limitation. The word infirmity there means limitation. I think you didn't put on the screen here because I, I don't have any, any screen here. He said, likewise, the Spirit helps our infirmity. And now, the Greek word for infirmity means limitation. The Spirit helps our limitation. That means the things that we don't know about. The things that we cannot do by our own strength. 
When the Spirit comes upon us, He empowers us to do them. The things that we do not know, when the Spirit comes upon us, He shows us what to do. That is what the Holy Spirit does. He helps our limitation. Humanly, we are limited. We can't be everywhere at the same time. Humanly, we are limited. We can't do everything. Our strength cannot do everything. Humanly, we are limited. We don't know everything. But when the Holy Spirit comes, He knows everything so He can show you. He's more powerful than you so He can make you do things that under normal circumstances your strength cannot do. That is what the Holy Spirit is our helper. Say the Holy Spirit is my helper. I can't hear you well tonight. Say the Holy Spirit is my helper. So He helps us. Number four, the meaning of paracletos which is one of the ways the Holy Spirit helps us is He is our intercessor. He is our intercessor. The meaning of paracletos is an intercessor. Someone who prays for you and I. Someone who prays for you and I. You see, that is why every child of God must be able to speak in tongues. That is why every child of God must be able to pray in tongues. The reason is because it is the way the Holy Spirit helps you to pray about things you don't know about. It is the way the Holy Spirit helps you to, to talk to God about things that you are not aware of. About things you are not aware of. You know, there are times that we we'll ask you to pray A, but what actually the Holy Spirit wants you to pray maybe B. There are times that you will be you you'll be at home and you don't know what is happening to your child somewhere. But you will just feel like praying. But how will you know what to pray? When you start praying in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit takes over the prayer. When you start praying in tongues, the Holy Spirit takes over your tongue and start praying the things you don't know how to pray. Sometimes you may be here but there is something happening to your mother. There may be something happening to your father. There may be something happening to your shop. Something is about to happen to you. And you may not know it. If you are a bit spiritual, you will sense like praying. You may have a bad dream. You may not really get to know what to do. But wherever there is limitation of knowledge, wherever you don't know what to say, what to do, speak in tongues. Because once you start speaking in tongues, it is not you any longer praying. It is the Holy Spirit. God is now praying for you. When you pray with your, with your own tongue, Oh Father, this I need, this I need that, go into my family, do this for me, do that for me. You are praying with understanding. Everybody say understanding. Oh say understanding. You are praying with your own understanding. You are praying with what you know. But you see, when you pray in the Holy Spirit, when you start speaking in tongues, now your understanding is that you don't understand what you are saying. And you don't know what you are saying. But all that you know is that you have allowed the Holy Spirit to be praying about that thing. So for example, when you are praying about who to marry, and maybe you don't know whether it is left or right, brother A or brother B. 
You must pray more in the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit knows. He can search into the mind of God to find out that whether you should go A or B. Concerning a business, two opportunities have appeared. You don't know whether you should accept this offer or you should accept that offer. In such a prayer, you don't just pray, oh Lord, what do I do? Lord, show me which one. Let the Holy Spirit talk to God. Let the Holy Spirit begin to pray. Let the Holy Spirit pray for you. He will begin to, to, to search. Bible says that for the Spirit searches the deep things. So he can search into your destiny and know the one who fits where to go, where not to go, what to do and what not to do. Is everybody getting what I'm saying? You wake up from a dream and you don't know what is going to happen but it's a very terrible dream. You must pray in the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit can deal with it. Oh pastor, I don't understand the dream. You don't understand the dream but the Holy Spirit knows the dream. So let him pray about the dream. Stop praying in tongues about the dream. You have had a dream. You don't understand. But the Holy Spirit knows the dream. And knows the meaning of the dream. Sometimes you don't even know whether I are the Papa and I are the Papa. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in tongues. When you pray in tongues, if it is an evil thing, the Holy Spirit will deal with it. If it is a good thing, the Holy Spirit will prepare it to happen for you. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Can I hear an amen in the house? Can I hear an amen in the house? So the Holy Spirit is our intercessor. He is the one who intercedes for us, who speaks to God on our behalf. The Bible says in the same scripture, Romans 8 verse 26, it said, likewise, the Spirit also helps our weaknesses but we don't know what we should pray for as we ought to. But the Spirit Himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered, with sounds that you cannot even explain. With sounds. When you are praying in tongues, you are making sounds you can't explain. Can I hear an amen? Or can I hear an amen? So that is what the Holy Spirit does for us. He uses words which are not your mother tongue. He uses words which are not your father's language. And he speaks to God. Heavenly language. And he communicates with God. And he searches into the deep things of God. And he brings out the things that you yourself do not know. And he deals with them for you. Pray that may the Holy Spirit pray for you tonight. So whenever you lift up your voice to pray, make sure that you pray more in the Holy Spirit than you pray with your words. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Anytime my old bomb payano, my utons no endorsum, and say one casta we no masem. Do you get what I'm saying? Because niawubisano, oh Lord, I ask that as I go to work. Oh, oh God, let my customers come. You are just praying what you know. But when you zoom into the spirit and you start speaking in tongues, now the Holy Spirit will begin to do. Maybe you are just praying that customers should come, but maybe you don't know that there is something that has been planted in the area 
That is stopping the customers from coming. But you are not saying, I send angels to enter, go under my, my store. Whatever has been planted there, that blue thing, that has been tied, that has eggs around it. You don't know. You don't know it. For you to send the angels specifically to do that work. But start speaking in tongues. The Holy Spirit knows. Immediately the Holy Spirit will say, Angel number one, leave. Go there. Enter under the storm. That thing over there. Bring it up. Anything. And you don't even know what is happening. But the Spirit knows what he's talking about. Clap your two hands, brother. So if you are praying for your marriage, and say, Father, this year I will marry. I will receive my marriage. Immediately when you say that, switch. You have said yours. Let the Spirit also say His. Switch and start speaking in tongues. When you start speaking in tongues, the Holy Spirit will enter somewhere. And where your marriage is, He will go and search it and bring it. If something has tied it, He will go and lose it. If someone is, 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 is sitting on it, He will kick the person out. All by the Holy He knows what is wrong. You don't know. You are only praying what they said you should pray. So, so when you hear us speaking in tongues more, it is not an escape. You see, some people think that praying in tongues is just so that you can pray for long. Because when you are using your words, you get tired. It is not just that. Because when you pray in the Holy Spirit, you cannot make a mistake. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You cannot make a mistake. God, God can make a mistake. So the Spirit of God will not make a mistake. He knows where to hit. He knows where to direct the fire. He knows what to do. You cannot make a mistake. From today, may your prayers be empowered. Can I let your amen be allowed as one. That is what the Holy Spirit does for us. He is our intercessor. He helps us to pray the right thing at the right time in the right way to obtain the right results. Are you hearing me? Let me say it again. The Holy Spirit helps us to pray the right thing at the right time in the right way to attain the right results. The right thing at the right time in the right way to obtain the right results. Because sometimes when we say pray for your marriage, you are crying. It is not the right way of praying the right thing. Oh God, it is not the right way. You see, you are asking for the right thing, but you are asking it in the wrong way. And that can stop you from having an answer. Because it means that you just want to show up. God, as for this year, I will have a job so that my stepmother will stop insulting me. The way she has been talking about me, God, it is not fair. I must show them that you are asking for the right thing, but in the wrong way. Amen. Bible says that you ask, but you don't receive. But you ask to use it on your selfishness. You are only asking. So you see, for you to escape all those mistakes in prayer, the safest way to pray is to pray in what? Tongues. It's the safest way to pray. It's to pray in tongues. Because after in tongues, you boast. After in tongues, you will not speak against your stepfather and your stepmother. After in tongues, you will not ask the thing in a certain way that God will say, Akwawe, Ajubonu, Odrim. When you are praying in tongues, the Holy Spirit takes over. So when you just let us say, Lord, concerning my marriage, 
I receive it this year. Then you switch. Kali Manushana Remeha. He knows where to go. He knows where, where to go. Immediately the spirit takes over. <laughs> At least you have you have given him the direction. And now he knows what is inside there. If around you see, sometimes eh, you come to church and the pastor may be leading you to pray certain things, but maybe you, you, your personal case has not been raised. Maybe your personal case. And sometimes you don't even know that that is your personal case. Because as you are here now, maybe you left your stove on or your gas is leaking. And maybe there's some fire or from your socket. It has started melting and burning. As you are here now, you don't know. If you knew it, you would have prayed that God saved my house from fire outbreak. Isn't it? But you are here killing the witch in your family. You are praying the wrong prayer at the wrong time. <laughs> but when you zoom in into speaking in tongues, the Holy Spirit knows that even as we are here killing some witches, there is electrical problem which there is no witch in charge. All you, all you need is God's angel will just go and put off that fire. So that somewhere, somehow you get there and the thing has burned to the wall and it has, and, and it refused to, to explode. And they say, hey, my dear lucky, it was an angel that saved you. It was an angel. It's not lucky. <laughs> There's nothing like I'm lucky. Whatever happens to a child of God is by favor. It's not luck. Children of God don't operate by luck. We operate by favor. Everybody say favor. Amen. So they say, the spirit intercedes for us. Can I hear an amen? From today, may the Holy Spirit intercede for you. I said, may the Holy Spirit intercede for you. Where you are limited by knowledge, may the spirit of God intercede for you. Where you lack understanding, may the Spirit of the Lord pray for you. The right thing at the right time in the right way to obtain the right results. Clap your two hands for the Lord. Number five. When the Bible says that he is our paracletos, our alos paracletos, that means that he is, we said number one, he is our comforter. Look at it to your book. We said number one, he is our what? Comforter. He comforts us so we can go through the most difficult things. We said number two, he is our helper. He is our helper. That means that he is the one who assists us in things that naturally we can't do. And then number three, he is our counselor. Or which was number two, he is our counselor. He advises us. He teaches us. He directs us. And then number four, he is our intercessor. That means that he is the one who prays to the Father. On our behalf. One, one time, I remember so many years ago when I was I was just a secondary school boy. I was in my in my in my net in my bed. I, I was using a down bed when I was I think in form two. So as I was in my net, at a point I fell asleep. But when I fell asleep, I started speaking in tongues in my, in my dream. So I spoke in tongues and it came out physically. So people heard. Now there was another guy who was about three or four beds away. 
about three or four beds away, who was also lying in his own net. Then he was having a terrible attack in the middle of the night. And demons were after this boy and they were chasing him and about to kill him in his dream. Now I was far away in my net and as I was speaking in tongues, he said in his dream, he, he could hear me in his dream, he could hear the tongues and the tongues became fire and the fire destroyed the enemies that were after him. So in the morning, he came to me and then he came, he came to say that, thank you. So I was like, what is the problem? They said, last night, I had a, in the, it was a terrible dream. And there were enemies that were after me, but I heard that you were speaking in tongues. And in the tongues, the tongue changed to fire. And it, it fell upon all the enemies and destroyed them. And when I woke up, I heard that you were in your net, still speaking in tongues. And I was asleep. I was a boy. Just that I was their prayer secretary in SU and then um, Penn State president. So I was a pastor on campus when I was in um, SHS. Then he came to me and said, thank you. And then he came to thank me. So you see, I was in my net by my tongues. God was using God. God had to save that boy. So God was using my prayer. And I, I knew nothing about it. Listen, if you pray in tongues more, certain things that comes as surprise, God will intervene. The devil will not, will not be able to touch your family. You may not know the plan they have had for your children, but some way, somehow, you will pray about it. Not because you know, but your tongues dealt with it. Your tongues will defend your father, your mother, your siblings. Important people in your life, because the Holy Spirit knows them. He's the intercessor. He prays the right thing at the right time, in the right way, for the right results. Amen. Also, he's our advocate. First John 2, verse 1. When we talk about paracletos, paracletos means advocate. Everyone say advocate. I can't hear from the middle. Say advocate. What is the meaning of advocacy? Advocacy means fighting for something, standing in for something. It is like the work of a lawyer. A lawyer is an advocate. Someone who represents you and argues for you for you, fights your case. Now, the Holy Spirit that God gave or the Father gave to us through Jesus Christ is the one who represents us and performs the work of advocacy for us as children of God. He's the one who fights for us. He's our advocate. He's our lawyer. Lift up your brother and say, the Holy Spirit is my personal lawyer. You see, anytime you appear before God, there is an accuser of the brethren. See, accuser of the brethren. That is the, 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 the enemy, Satan. When you read Zechariah chapter 3, I suppose, chapter 3, you can check it out for me. Zechariah chapter 3, see that there was a high priest by name Joshua. Not Joshua the soldier, but a high priest. He was the pastor by name Joshua, who appeared before God in prayer. And then the Bible says that and Satan stood on his right hand to stop his prayer. And that's what the devil does to us. Anytime you decide to pray, anytime you decide to come, like as you have come to the house of God, there will always be an enemy who will be standing on your right hand to stop your prayer. As you are praying for a job, he will tell you that you, you were a thief three years ago. 
You stole somebody's shop, uh, from, from somebody's shop. Have you forgotten? Why are you here asking God to give you your own shop? If you are praying for a husband, you will say, you, sleeping like you, when you were sleeping with somebody's husband, today you are here to ask for your own husband. But then you are praying for a child, you say, you, you have aborted 13 children. Why are you here to ask for a child? All your children are finished. God is a foolish man to give you another child. There is always an accuser. See, an accuser. Who always disqualify you. He will tell you that you are a sinner. He will tell you that you don't deserve what you are asking for. He will tell you that God will not hear you. And a lot of you even believe that voice. Because by, by the time you are going to pray, you start judging yourself. Anytime you hear the voice that seems to use your own voice to judge you, it is not you judging yourself. It is the devil that has taken over your voice to judge you. It's called the accuser of the brethren. We are the brethren. And there is someone whose role is to judge us. Is to oppose us. Is to hinder us. So that when we appear before God, we will not be bold. We will not be bold. When we are asking for a miracle, we are asking about oh God, I know I don't deserve it, but God, hmm, you, if you can, if you can. Because we're born for, but you see, we have a lawyer. Everybody see a lawyer. When the devil stands on your right hand, yeah, that's the scripture. So you can read it. The Bible says that, and when the enemy stood on that pastor's right hand to oppose him, God sent an angel. And the angel came to rebuke him. That's what Jesus does for us. That's what Jesus does for us. First John. Go to First John. Let me show you the advocacy work of the Holy Spirit. First John chapter 2, verse 1. First John chapter 2. He says, My little children, these things I write unto you, that you will not sin. If any of you fall into sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. Amen. Oh, amen. Come on, I can't hear your, your response at all tonight. Amen. Oh, you are not eating. Are you still fasting? I doubt if you fasted beyond 12. So don't, don't sound as if you are still fasting. I doubt it. How many of you fasted beyond 12? That means a lot of you didn't fast. Because you fasted to 12. What sort of fasting is that? You see? So if you don't take care, Satan will even tell you that your prayer won't work. You are accused of the bread. You start, you start, because when, when God said fast, you went to eat. So you see, you, you will get something to tell you that over one pie. I pray to pray and pray actually come on the <laughs> Some of you, it is just a friend's food that tempted you. A friend's food. A friend's food. A human spirit. It's the first thing you must deal with. And leave the devil alone. Amen. He said that my little children, now everybody, watch it. Let us read it together. I want you to understand something. Let's read it one go. Everyone, by the grace of God, we all are created. So let's read one go. My little children, I am writing you these things so that you may not sin. Now stop there. Now stop there. He said that the reason why I am going to write you these things so that you will not sin. In other words, sometimes when you see certain things in the Bible, it rather gives you the audacity to sin. But I am not writing this thing to you now. Amen. Because now the New Testament children of God are not born in any day. 
thank you, Pastor. And then Before he even go and do it, he'll tell himself that oh me, we are committing bad three months, me wait three months now. My cockroach passing by three weeks. Now my son, now my son, offer me bonnet chair. Oh yeah, oh oh oh, 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 that kind of sin, the planned one. <laughs> I, I doubt if you will get forgiveness because you have, you, you can't repent of something you plan like that. And without repent, without repentance, there is no forgiveness. Now, it says that the reason why I'm writing to you is so that you will not sin. I'm not telling you that go and sin. But, if anyone falls into sin or does sin, we have an advocate with the Father. Who is Jesus Christ, the righteous one? In other words, if the adventure, say by mistake, <laughs> say by mistake, <laughs> not by intentional, by mistake, he says that I write this unto you so that if the adventure, anyone falls in sin, know that we have an advocate. There is a lawyer. Who was also tempted in all these ways and yet did not sin? He knows the pressure that was on you. He knows why you fell into that thing that you fell into. So he will stand on your right hand and plead with God for you. Okay? Amen. But it is not for those who say that still I have a lawyer. Let me make good use of my lawyer. My lawyer has been unemployed for some time. And that's all now be a temptation be by now. Yeah, yeah, and I still know when to me and Janina. Oh, by the way, a walk calculate. Now share that calculate here. Amen. I the one by you that sins have been committed. Are they walk calculate? Or they happen per adventure. You realize that a lot of them. You really plan to do it. You plan. By the time you were inviting the person to your home, you already knew where it will lead to. You already knew it. You planned it. Amen. So we have an advocate. They are an advocate. So this is not for you to go and sin, but this is for those who genuinely serve the Lord with all their heart. And because they are human and something overtook them and they lost it. Let's say, you know, one time I was uh, um, I was at the workplace. Those days, uh, I think, when I come back from school, I go to my adopted family, their company to go and work. And then a certain man provoked me. You see, and if you have known me from, from those years, uh, I, I was a bit temperamental. You see, and uh, oh, but now I've changed by the glory of God. <laughs> you know? And this man eh, said, Are you a pastor? Hey, Charlie. And the man was on my nerve. So, Charlie, I lost it. Hey, that day, come and see. And they were separating us. Hey, Charlie, separating us like that. Hey. Oh, I, I, I didn't know that I could be 
I could be that rowdy. Hey, chest can you not be more? Another girl, like I'm not, I'm not joking. I'm not joking. It was was the real this day at the office. It was rowdy. You know, either final year or so. I don't remember, but it, it was not too long before I completed the university. I, I, you know, so, it look, it, it's not like when I was a baby Christian, though. In fact, I was known as a pastor. Did you, do you, do you get it? Why did you say that I, I was a Christian? No, no, this one, I was a pastor. I was a pastor, just I, I didn't have rescue or anything. But in my former church, everybody knows me as a pastor. From 17 years, I was known as a pastor in a church. So, I grew up like that. So, Charlie, this one here also for a Gracie. But she asked me. And everybody at the office, they were shocked. That Charlie was up to the Hey! Like, that thing was fierce. Like that. Like that. Then, we closed work. My mom came around, the one who came to preach during the wedding. She heard about you, called me, sent me to her office. I knelt down. She punished me. She punished me. She said that, so we need work with him. So we need work with him. to say, work with him. You know, and the news spread to my church. Oh yeah, because my church people are in my office. You know, so when I got back, I just, as I was coming from work, I told myself, today you are unholy. So I won't lead prayer. I won't get close to even where I sit. So I plan where I'm going to position myself behind the mixer somewhere far away. Because I know I'm falling. <laughs> and there are kids that was telling me, oh, here and she, hey, condemning me. And when I came, my custom too is to go and greet because I can't arrive without going to greet my pastor. So when I went, I was just going to greet my pastor and I went sadly to go and sit behind the console, just setting up everything. Then when it was time, I was just praying that some prayer warriors would come. People, oh, that day to nobody came early. Then my pastor came and said, ah, huh? Tell him, Jena, Jena, show him, show him, show him what starts tomorrow. And I said, daddy, man, any. Then he said, why? So I went to his office, I said, absent. <laughs> if I today, I have fought. And this is how bad it was. You know, then my pastor, my pastor sat me down, spoke to me about the word of God, encouraged me, prayed with me, asked me to go to the altar and pray certain prayers. And then when I finished, I should pick the mic. Hey. I said, hey. You see? <laughs> so what I'm trying to say is that when you sit there, you don't have boldness to come to God. Because of the work of the accuser to speak against you and make you know that you are the devil's child. But you see, that is what God was talking about. When you have not planned, when you didn't even know it was coming, but for one weakness or the other, it just happens like that. And you are really sorry you did it. And yet, there is nothing you can do. And you feel so bad. That is where you should remember the scripture. So my dear children, I write not unto you to encourage you to sin. But in case there is any issue of sin, you have an advocate. You have a lawyer. The 
there is someone who stands at your right hand to rebuke that devil that is telling you you are condemned so that you can serve God acceptably. Clap your two hands for the Lord. Let's finish. Number six. VI. A, a paracletos means an encourager or a strengthener. Someone who encourages us or strengthens us. Ephesians 3, 16. That he may grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by the spirit in your inner man. So the Holy Spirit in us strengthens us to be able to do whatever God wants us to do. Amen. And then the last one is our standby. That means our standby, our backup. The Holy Spirit is like a standby generator. Once ECG takes their light, it comes on. And power is still in system. Once you get to a place where your strength cannot do it, he takes over your battle. Once you are confronted by a spirit who is stronger than you, he takes over. Once you are confronted by a situation that beats your, your, your imagination, he takes over. That is how the spirit of God works. He's your standby. He's your backup. He's got your back. He helps you. He stands by you. He encourages you. He stands in for you. When you cannot do it, he will be there to do it for you. Matthew 28 verse 20. It said, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always. Even to the end of the age. That means I am there. I am standing by you. So as children of God, let us know that God is standing. The Holy Spirit is our standby. When Jesus says that I will send you a paracletos, an allos paracletos, he says I will send you a standby. Somebody that will be with you. So when you get anywhere where your strength is failing, where you feel like you cannot hold on any longer, you cannot continue any longer, you feel like giving up, you feel like throwing in the towel, remember that you have a standby. You can call him and he will take over the battle for you. He will take over the race for you. Pray that may the Holy Spirit stand by someone here. May the Holy Spirit help someone here. May the Holy Spirit assist someone here. May the Holy Spirit intercede for someone here. May the Holy Spirit help someone here. May the Holy Spirit become an advocate, a fighter, a lawyer for someone here. And may the Holy Spirit become a counselor for someone here. Clap your two hands together for all these powerful works of the Holy Spirit. And rise up to your feet. Beloved, thank you for listening to this message by Reverend Prince Lai. If you have been blessed by this message and have not surrendered your life to Jesus Christ, kindly say this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. I believe you died that I may live. Please forgive me and wash me with your blood. I believe I am a child of God. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. If you have said this prayer, know that your sins have been forgiven and you are now a new creation. We invite you to worship with us on Sundays at Odoko, adjacent Best Point Savings and Loan, Odoko Market. 
For more information, please call 0543-248-982 or 0241-372-895. God richly bless you.